and welcome to the occasionally 74th episode of the Non-Player Character Podcast, a video game podcast with character. I am your sometimes present, sometimes racked with anxiety and depression enough to immobilize me and render me useless in creative endeavors, NPC Paul, and with me in studio is the ever-driven and sometimes wildly distracted Katie. How's it going, Katie? What? <laughs> On our Discord is the ever-insightful and never-available Dan. How you doing, Dan? What? Mm-hmm. Also sharing the Discord channel is the funniest and quietest NPC, Leonard. How's it going, Leonard? Cool, 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 cool. Our newest NPC is here to talk about sports games and always wants to talk about sports games, which is good, but will inevitably alienate alienate us. And uh, because no one else knows anything about sports games, it's Jeremy. How's it going, Jeremy? What are sports? And Kent won't be joining us tonight as he is doing one of a thousand other more important things than being on our podcast and screaming into the void. But we wish him well. How's it going, everyone? It's been almost a month since we recorded a podcast episode. I've missed all of you equally. Yeah, um, same. Totally. Totally the same, Paul. Definitely the same. That's good. That's good. I'm glad you feel exactly the same that I do. <clears throat> so, uh, on the podcast today, of course, we're going to go around the horn and talk about what everyone has been playing and stuff. And then we're also going to talk about news because there's a bunch of Microsoft stuff that I want to get to because uh, they're kind of scaring me a little bit. And the topic this week, I've been hearing a lot of negative shit about developers last year, and I'm real sick of it. Uh, so we're going to be defending developers who developed in the year 2020, the year that we will always try to forget. But first, we will do what we always do and ask people what they've been playing. Because, of course, this is a video game podcast, so we always play video games. That's all, the only thing we ever do is play video games. So we're going to start with Katie. What have you been playing, Katie? Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> or did you mean a video game? Yeah. Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Baldur's Gate Early Access is not too bad. Are you enjoying it? Yeah. When I have you to take my shot, take take the hits for me. That's true. My meat shield. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's what I do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very fun then. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything else? Have you been enjoying uh, any other video game at all? I don't know about enjoying. Okay. I'm- I'm playing Watch Dogs, but I live in the Bay Area, so I got upset. I'm sorry, Watch Dogs 2. Right. I live in the Bay Area, so I got upset at the unrealisticness that is the San Francisco area. Yeah. So I was like walking around, I was like, this doesn't smell like piss at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when I first tried that, I was driving around looking for like all of the spots. Right. Where is everything? Like I, when I was driving there initially, I was like, no, I won't get off at Treasure Island. I'm going to head to Mission and see from Mission if I can walk over to, you know, Pier 39 or something. And I got there, but I accidentally entered a PVP zone, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how this game works. And this dude like chased me, but I just kept walking. (laughs) (laughs) I think I pissed him off. He like kept trying to get close, but I just kept going. And I don't know how the PVP stuff works because I just started playing this game. And I was like. 
I'm just gonna keep going. It is it is a strange game for sure. Yeah, uh, especially living in the Bay Area, you're like, and like the fact that it takes less than an hour, four hours to get from San Francisco to Oakland. <laughs> to, to even walk around San Francisco is like there's like no traffic, and I I get it. Like, come on, it's a video game, but still, it was just like. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure when the first Watch Dogs came out, all the Chicago people were like, "This isn't Chicago yeah. at all." <laughs> There's sun. What's happening? Yeah, I did that thing where I went to Market Street trying to find or tried to find Market Street so I could see if I could find GameStop, like <laughs> my only landmark on Market Street. Yeah. Which is now not there anymore. Nope, nope, not there anymore. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, I agree with you. I played that thing for maybe four or five hours around the time it came out, and I was I was not very impressed, uh, as usually happens when it comes to Watchdog games well, for me. So. Ubisoft in general. Yeah, Ubisoft in general, which is sad. Dan, I want to go to you because, uh, you know, we never get to talk anymore. You're always hiding in your in your room playing Probably Black Desert Online. So, Dan, tell me, have you been playing anything other than Black Desert Online? Uh, I did try the demo for It Takes Two. <laughs> Wait, who did you play that with? Uh, just one of my friends online. Wow, you have other friends. That's not okay. So, are you enjoying it? Uh, well, I only tried the demo. It's actually pretty lengthy for like just the level okay nice it's um if you're playing with two gamers it's relatively boring okay i imagine it's a good like i don't know how to play games introduction game like i want to teach my friend or like a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend who may not game and be like here let's try this i imagine that is what that game is meant for otherwise it's like it's just boring that's too bad yeah I mean, it's by the same guys who did a way out, uh, which and which was a weird was also game. Okay, yeah, it, it was okay. Super predictable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so you had a little bit of fun with that. Uh, other than that, it's Black Desert Online. Yeah, a new a new class just released for Black Desert. Basically, Doctor Strange. It's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> Are you uh, leveling him up and fishing as we speak? No, no, no. I'm I'm way past fishing. I'm now um gathering. You're now like, super fishing? Yeah, yeah. I gather plants or I harvest meat. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Okay. That sounds really dull. <clears throat> Jeremy, let us know what have you been playing in the past month since we last had a podcast? Forty days. Forty uh, days what? Forty days. Forty <coughs> forty days. Um, what? Just, just I had to Google it. Forty days. Oh Jesus! It's been forty days. <laughs> just so you know, since this well, that's since the last episode came out. Just so you know. Um, Sounds about so right. What have I been? <laughs> it's almost like we were doing something way more fun, like D and D. Anyway, want to play D and D? Jeremy, all I want to do. What is the game that you have been playing in those past forty days? So I kind of have a new obsession and it's an old obsession. So first off, I've been playing Madden 21. Okay. Um, football season's over. I've been getting my hype on with franchise mode. Sure. But this one, this one's going to throw you a little curveball. I have been playing. Hey, that's another sports mobile. reference. It's not a sports game, actually. No, you, you said, you mobile. said curveball. And anyway, keep going. Okay. 
<laughs> I like what you did there. 40 yeah. days. I miss those jokes. <laughs> um, mobile RuneScape. I have been playing mobile RuneScape on my phone for some reason. Um, one of my good best friends, he brought up RuneScape for some reason. I'm like, oh, that'd be kind of cool to like log in since it's been like 15 years since I played RuneScape. And I logged on. And I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. It's bringing back a little bit of memories. I suddenly oh have God, the ending theme to your like Yasha stuck in my head. And I'm obsessed. All right. That is uh, Curveball. Yeah, that is a strange one. Uh, I haven't heard of anybody playing RuneScape uh, in about 15 years. So, um, better than Red Dead Online 2. Wow. Red Dead Online. Wow. That is not true. <laughs> Um, that was very true. Dan, very true. actually, since, uh, you know, that's an MMO, right? Uh, so would you switch over to RuneScape if, uh, if you want it, if you could, if you wanted to, if you, you should. Yeah. I mean, if I wanted to, it's just RuneScape's a bit old. It is right. It's, it's yeah. old. It's literally old school RuneScape, but it was very, it was not as stressful as the current up to date games. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's a, a classic feeling you just don't get from some of the older MMOs that you just like. I I, I would like to jump back into EverQuest. Uh, that would be an interesting uh, trip down memory lane for me. But uh, I, I don't know. It might be a little bit too uh, too dated now. Unless they, unless they updated the graphics. Oh, I'm really fast. I've also been playing the world's best game ever. Okay. RBI Baseball 21. Best game ever. Oh, boy. God. Why couldn't you wait, like, two weeks for the show to come out? I already pre-ordered the show, too. I need a baseball game. <laughs> I need my fix, man. Why don't RBI you just... is just desperation in a case. <laughs> yeah, okay. it is. So it is. Injecting yourself with Drano to get a high. <laughs> it's the dirtiest oh, high. Baseball. <laughs> All right, Leonard... Let me know what you have been playing in the past 40 days. Trash. Trash? Like video game trash? I didn't know you were uh, back I on guess. Destiny. <laughs> I made that joke so huh? no one else would. That's fine, yeah. Thank you, kid. I didn't I know you were playing, playing Red Dead online. Yeah, I play Red Dead online, play GTA. I uh, just decided to restart playing Legends of the Breath of the Wild because, you know, depression. Mm, mm -hmm. um, there hasn't really been much. Uh, over the past month, I actually did get a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure game, and I'm actually enjoying it. It's the same people who made uh, Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm. Is that the... I know they made one for the DS... It's the one for PlayStation 4 and I think Xbox as well. Oh, yeah. No, I think I know which one you're talking about. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was like 10 bucks. That's not um, bad. It was, it's pretty good. Um, the story is very interesting, especially the fact that I know the story. Right. So. Right. I've been noticing a lot of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure stuff just popping up here and there. I'm wondering what that, what that portents. Yeah, maybe if you watch it, you could no, understand don't do the it. hype. Don't do it. No? Don't do it. Don't do, do it. it. No, just watch. No, just watch. Cosmo Marcus's breakdown. Katie plays Destiny. 
Okay, but I even then have enough sense and taste to know not to okay, watch JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Okay, but there's a lot Adventure. of good taste in JoJo, mm, so... Is there? Is there? <laughs> is there? It's the barefoot wines of anime. Have you Have you read any of the manga? Question? I've read enough. Oh, really? That's crazy because uh, you're a Dragon Ball fan like me, so we don't read. Then how the hell did you read any of the manga? Art and skill. And let's not forget Audible. Wait, Leonard, aren't you on another podcast that is specifically about the manga of Dragon Ball? Yeah. So don't you read the manga of Dragon Ball? Yeah. Yeah. How are the super dope guys? They never say anything to me anymore. It's making me feel sad. Yeah, they abandoned us. It's because it's just one person, really, and we've been having a lot of remanagement stuff. Basically, uh, a lot of things have happened, and we're continuing on, and... Busy schedules and tight schedules and tell so it's kind of like miss them. yeah t- tell them tell them we all miss them because we had that wonderful episode uh, he crossover. He actually wants to do another episode and he wants to do something just in general. Yeah, he's yeah. been having like just some a lot of good times. Anything, yeah, anything, we anything at all. Out. Yeah, let's go to brunch together. Doesn't he live in New York or something? For a walk. Yes, that'd be we'll a pain fly in the ass. New York. Yeah. yeah, we'll just yeah. we'll just head over there. No big deal. There's not a panini <laughs> going on. No, not at all. Well, uh, I guess I've been playing basically nothing. I played a little bit of Baldur's Gate, uh, but you know who cares? Um, we are going to take a break, and of course, when we come back, we are going to be talking all about video game news that has happened in the past week because we're not doing uh, we're not catching up. We're not doing forty days of video game news just to catch up. Because that would be the rest of the episode. That sounds fucking boring. So, we'll see you on the other side of the break. Bye. Hear ye, hear ye, the Non-Player Character Podcast presents What It Is Like to Play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds By Yourself Okay, okay, where do I drop? Where am I gonna drop? Um, yeah, here, here, that looks good, okay. All right, all right. Looks pretty lonely out here. I'll go go raid some stuff. What do I got here? A pistol. All right, all right. Oh, oh, shit, I'm dead. And now, what it is like to play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds with friends. So how do you fire? How do you, I don't know. Flank them. Where, where, no, dude, flank them. No, no, no. Don't throw a grenade. Just flank them. Yes, yes, yes. Guys, you're not flanking. Flanking. I don't understand how you reload. Oh my god, you're supposed to flank them. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. How do you reload? Oh my god, that's a Molotov cocktail. That's a Molotov cocktail. What are you doing? Let's get going. Oh my god, you got me killed. Come here, come on. Oh, now I'm dead. 
And now, what it is like to play Player Unknown's Battlegrounds with ducks. And it's time for news. Leonard, I hear it's been 40 days since you've been able to do this for us. But I want to take the opportunity and, and just remind you of the glue that you bring to this section of the podcast. Not only do you introduce one of the most popular sections of the entire podcast, but you do it in such a way that... Well, it's important to the identity of the podcast. You see what I'm saying, Leonard? So I want you to take control, right? I want you to be the one in control of this particular section of the podcast. So introduce it in any way that you want to introduce it and go. Nintendo news. You know what? I'll take right. that. <laughs> so, basically, there's not much. No, um, not really. People are disappointed about Skyward Sword, whatever. You know, you can just suck a duck at that point. Um, That's what Nintendo's telling you to do, so. Didn't exactly. Mario uh, Animal Crossing uh, it has been kind of dead, except for Easter. Uh, and I'm not mean dead as in a dead game. It's just like there's not really much going on except if you want to pay your loans or if you have friends that don't even play it anymore. So it's kind of depressing. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, Nintendo's released uh, Monster Hunter, two versions of Monster Hunter. Yeah. Uh, forget the names of it, but they honestly look pretty good. And uh, me being a person who's only played like a little bit of it on PlayStation... It's a very interesting and very much of a grind type of game. But, you know, uh, if you have enough friends that haven't played it or just want to live memories of their past, then, yeah, I'd say definitely get it. It's a fun time. I've uh, been watching some streamers that do that, and it's a very, very fun time. And I will say this once, and I will say it again, no matter what, no matter what anyone has to say about it, especially you, Jeremy, if you try to play a first-person shooter battle royale game or any just type of battle royale game on the Switch, what is wrong with you? Just, <laughs> just spend money to buy an actual console. I don't even care. You could buy an Xbox for all I care. Wow. Just play it on that. Don't play it on a, a, a damn Switch. Switch. No, uh, Leonard, uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought this up because, yes, Apex Legends, one of the fastest battle royales out there, came out on the Switch. And it is a uh, travesty. It is disgusting and gross. And anybody who plays it like that is either doing it for the lols or uh, I. For the dubs. Yeah, I guess. Because like the only people who are actually playing it and consistently playing it are children. So 
I don't, oh man, it is, it is not good. It is bad. I don't know what they thought they were doing with that. Warframe isn't on the Switch. For good reason. It is. God damn it. All right, well. That actually runs considerately okay. (laughs) So At a solid 28 frames per second. If you want my opinion, just buy any other indie game that's on there or just simply play Nintendo games because let's be honest, it's... It's yeah. not going to be the best time. No, no, it's not. Um, but yeah, I heard uh, that Animal Crossing is doing their Easter thing again, which it's probably just as annoying as it was last year. Um, but uh, I, I kind of want to touch on that later in the topic. Um, but yeah, Nintendo has been a little quiet ever since they announced like 15 games last month uh, and that one fighter from Xenoblade to come out on Smash. Hey, yep. Leonard, I don't know if it's news, but were you going to talk about the death of uh, Mario? Oh, yeah, I guess that's a big one. Uh, death of Mario because it just ends the month of celebrating Mario. So hopefully we can get on to the bigger and better topic, which is Legend of Zelda, because clearly we don't want to support a person who literally kills the other people of the Toad's Town or Toadstool, whatever you want to call it. But and, he is uh, risen. Focus on a hero that's been reincarnated about seventeen times. But he is risen now. Who, who Mario or yeah, or, or Link? He is risen today. I, I see. That's what today's special occasion is about, right? <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. Twitter says it is. Katie, can I have your PS5? No. No, you cannot. Okay, I'm just gonna get it because honestly, that joke, I deserve it. <laughs> No, uh, no, I, I don't think you do. <laughs> I'm going to politely decline. So, Jeremy, there's a handful of uh, uh, sports games uh, on the horizon. Uh, we know we have uh, the show coming out uh, at the end of the month, the middle of the month, something like that. But uh, what else uh, in the in the land of video games that are sports um, is going on? You know, I'm actually really excited to talk about this because this, you know, Dan and Leonard, they were not too nice to me, nice to me about this. <laughs> there is a new Rocket League game coming out. It's called Rocket League Sideswipe. It's for mobile. <laughs> so, ha! A new game came out. It's a new Rocket League game. F you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really calling it a game when it's a mobile game? It yes. has Rocket League. It has a title. It is a new Rocket League game. <laughs> what defines the game is how great it is, which, let's be honest, it's not a game. It'll work better than your PC, Leonard. Ooh. Uh, I'm hurt. So, How's your Xbox doing? Fantastic. I can play it right now if I wanted to. No, that's lovely. Oh, no. Why are you going to do yeah, him like that, Jeremy? <laughs> Don't bully him. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, what is this Sideswipe uh, Rocket League game? So I'll, I will be brutally honest with you. I was watching some of the alpha gameplay from it, and it looks surprisingly fun. Uh-huh. I'm lie to you. Surprisingly, it's uh, not a free roam. It's literally, have you guys, seen, you probably have seen it, that. 
that one commercial for that one basketball game that everyone talks about on mobile, you see on the commercials for like YouTube and Instagram and it's, it's Jer- kind of similar to that. Jeremy, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I haven't seen a commercial for a sports game on my YouTube or Instagram or Twitter or anything at all because <laughs> my search results through Google and Amazon, etc., do not entail anything remotely close <laughs> to sports ever. And also ever. I, I pay for premium YouTube premium because Ugh. you know, I'm not broke like that. Oh, why do you do that? <laughs> because I don't like ads. This is a man, by the way, saying, Oh, why do you do that? Who consistently complains about the ads on his YouTube videos. Consistently. They interrupt right in the middle of it. Then you, God damn it. <laughs> I'm trying to watch a movie. I don't want the ads. <laughs> He's such an old man. There's the solution to your problem right there, but out of principle. Yeah, it's too much. Oh, my God. I've been offering you my login. Never mind. We'll have this discussion later. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. You don't want to give your login over the on the podcast? No, I don't know that I want to give it at all <laughs> at this point. Okay, so uh, Jeremy, back on to this uh, amazing game that will just change the face of mobile gaming forever. Um, what it? Why? Why is it just Rocket League, but now on your phone? It's exactly. It's exactly that. It's <laughs> Rocket League for your phone. Um, it's either one v one or two v two, and they've made the controls extremely easy. So for veteran Rocket League players, you can pick it up, start having fun. Or if you've never played a day of life for your Rocket League, it'll be super easy to hop in as well. Is it touch controls or is it, uh, it is. Uh, gyroscopic controls? It's t- it's it's swiping controls. Because wouldn't it wouldn't Rocket it be League side swipe? Wouldn't it be fun if it was just gyroscopic and you had to like you know you had to like nitro boost and then like just throw your phone in the air and hope that you catch it? Yes. Yeah. That, <laughs> yes. I know. I know. I should be a game designer. I don't know why I'm not. <clears throat> Is there anything else in the world of sports that I'm missing? Um, no. That's oh, the, oh, actually, um, Sony is actually pissed off a couple people, surprisingly, or more towards Xbox. Oh. So handful of people have already pre-ordered it will be the show. Mm-hmm. And that lovely, beautiful new gaming called Game Pass is going to have MLB The Show on Game Pass at launch. Whoa. And there's, I, me personally, I'm a little tiny bit annoyed because I spent $64.99 for it, and yet there's going to be people that are going to have access to it day one and not paying for the game full price. I, right, but they do also have to spend a subscription service but they could cancel it mm-hmm. they can cancel it after like playing they can they can just play for a little bit and then cancel it's not fair okay i agree it's not fair that's bullshit okay okay i see it yeah they can just pay like 10 bucks play for a couple of days or a couple of weeks and then just cancel and they're out what 10 bucks 15 bucks well i think i think this is a perfect transition into our buried the lead section, our oh, most no. popular section. No, Jeremy, of what did you do? The news. Dan, I know you have our buried the lead. What is it? What's going on? 
Don't do it, Dan. Well, I had another segue I was going to go with, but. Uh, no, this is more important. Buried the lead is the most important thing we have on our show. Uh, just because you say it's important does not make it so. Hey. <laughs> uh, uh, Cyberpunk finally released their patch uh, 1.2. This is not the buried the lead. Uh, helped a little bit uh, some of the frame rates for PS4 Pro, Xbox Series X, or Xbox One X, and added about three frames for base consoles. Yep. Uh, yeah, uh, this is not bad, Lee. But uh, it is good that we're talking about it. <laughs> the, the buried the lead is the Microsoft transition. That's what I was trying to segue into. But we well, can talk you can about ask this. Me what news I had? This is the news I started. With. <laughs> During the break, you said it was the Microsoft thing, but fine. Okay, um, Dan. Yes, you're right. Uh, huge. What was it like? Ten gigs. Or something. It's, massive, yeah. it's huge. Uh, 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 of a uh, patch came out and uh, barely did anything uh, for the old consoles. Uh, marginally did things for the new consoles, and the PC basically had a working game anyway. But uh, they they fixed a handful of things like uh, the cops don't just appear behind you anymore. Uh, now they appear behind you, twenty feet away from you. So that's good. Well, they. Uh, from the breakdown from Digital Foundry, which I recommend you watch mm. if anybody is actually curious, uh, they there was like a, an issue to do with like the way it was streaming and that the textures had to load with the model itself. And so it was basically holding everything up as the technology was trying to stream all the information. So they unhinged it. So it's like textures are going to pop in a little bit later. And so you get this texture pop, pop in problem. But it does see. keep the game moving a little bit uh, cleaner. I I don't know if that's a good enough solution to the problem. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, some of it looks really bad and some of it works. It's right. I think it comes down to situations. And that's like if you're walking up someone and their face pops in late, it's a little disjarring. Yeah. But it, if you're it driving is. and moving, it actually helps quite a bit from uh, the footage. Yeah. Um, I mean, Grand Theft Auto has had that down pretty well uh, for, you know, a generation now, so... Yeah, but GTA is, like, a 12-year-old game. <laughs> that's, that's true, but they still got a... Visuals that are about 12 years old. <laughs> although... That's about 20 years old. Although there is that uh, news uh, uh, from GTA, like, from last week or something, maybe two weeks ago, about the guy who improved the GTA Online load screens... Uh, by himself and won oh, ten thousand yeah. dollars from their uh, uh, bug hunting team, which I think is hilarious. Uh, because yeah, GTA has a serious problem when it comes to load screens, and this guy just like fixed it, like by like a third. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm glad that Cyberpunk is sort of living up to their promises of you know we're sorry that we made a broken game uh, for ninety percent of the people who bought it. Uh, but we're going to try and fix it. Uh, and now they're actually trying to fix it and it, it's, it's working out. Um, I, I still won't play it until the next gen version of it comes out at the end of the year, maybe. Well, but you know, as they say, you throw enough money at something, it'll eventually. 
Right, right. It'll eventually get fixed. But uh, I'm sure we will be talking about uh, CD Projekt Red uh, in our topic section. But I want to get back real quick to um, the buried the lead section, which is, of course, our most important section of the entire podcast. Oh, Oh, you're talking about uh, Sony closing the stores for uh, the Vita, right? No, god damn it. Now we got to talk Only about for that. The PS3 too. <sighs> um <clears throat> no, uh but we could talk about that. Yeah, the PS3, Vita and PSP uh stores will be closed. PSP. Yeah. Yeah. How could they do that? <laughs> it's their but most the popular PSP, platform. The Vita, the PS3. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're all being yeah. shut down. Um, what about the PS2 store? <laughs> Doesn't have a store. Are you <laughs> kidding me? They shut it down before it even had a chance to fly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of, I kind of feel like this was uh, uh, long overdue. Uh, I might be uh, yelled at, uh, and pitchforks might be uh, thrown at my door. But um, what? Why were they still up? Hang on, I have a quick question. Yes. Pitchforks. Pitchforks thrown at my door. Yes. Can you explain to me why you think that's what they used the pitchforks for? Okay. So I can't imagine why a bunch of villagers would be going to a castle, first of all, after they just saw a monster like kill people in their village, right? And then they bring weapons. One of that is a pitchfork, right? Um, just one. Cool. Just one pitchfork for the lot of them. And uh, they're going to use it to pick him up off the ground. Okay, carry on. All right. So um, I don't <laughs> I don't know why PlayStation or Sony specifically um, kept these open for as long as they did. Especially the Vita. The Vita hasn't been relevant, especially in the north in uh, uh, our portion of the world since basically a year after it came out well funny thing you say that actually apparently like within a month before this announcement happened they had just shipped out like a vita dev kit to a studio who actually complained because they just got their vita dev kit a month before the store closed and then they had to cancel their vita version of it that is the saddest thing in the world. That's I mean, amazing. <laughs> this this poor studio definitely got left on red for way too long, <laughs> and then thrown a pity bone at the last second. Oh no, that sucks, dude. Like these guys were just trying to get into game development, and Sony was like, "All right, here's your chance." And they're like, "Yes, we got it. We can finally make." And we're closing the store. Wait, what? <laughs> Like, what? That's fucked. Yikes on bikes. your chance. <laughs> you had two weeks. I don't know why you're complaining. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, that was not the buried lead section uh, at all. Um, Dan, I know I know you know what it is. I know you know what our buried the lead section is because I was talking about it before we even started recording today. So, Dan, I want you to lead us in. Segue us. Zoom Right into the bury the lead section, the most important part uh, part of the podcast. There. Well, uh, Microsoft seems to be opening their wallets and buying everything that they can. Uh, <laughs> latest acquisitions looking to be Discord. Yes, Discord, the uh, wonderful app that we're actually using uh, to talk to the uh, few NPCs, and uh, we use that on the NPC adventures too. Um, might be purchased by Microsoft. And that scares me. I'm not a big fan of that. 
Um, but also, uh, we all know because we've you know seen a screen uh, in the past month that uh, Microsoft and Bethesda are now uh, in bed together uh, and going to make sweet, sweet video game babies. Um, and then just came out a couple days ago that uh, they Microsoft uh, won a contract for the U.S. military uh, for augmented reality uh, headsets. Uh, for training in the, to the tune of uh, $10.1 billion. So they're going to buy everything, right? Well, they're going to at least buy one more studio. <laughs> what what studio are they going to buy? I have no idea. You have no idea, um, but you just feel it? You yeah. just feel it in your gut? Well, so my guess, and if I was Microsoft, and this is just off the cuff without really much thought, um, I would search for a major Japanese studio, I like uh, Capcom, uh, something that's not necessarily bringing that much profit, depending on how Monster Hunter's uh, new one does, um, and they'll have a bigger foothold in the Japanese market, which uh, uh, spread their uh, hold across. That uh, stuff like that on Game Pass would. That is a overseas. that is a terrifying prospect that you are bringing up, but it makes a lot of sense. Um, I will say that uh, the person who runs our uh, uh, Twitter, which isn't me anymore because I can't do that, um, but uh, he keeps bringing up the fact that uh, Sega is in uh, the conversation a lot. It's it's nothing confirmed or anything like that, but they've been in the conversation since 2011 uh, that Microsoft would buy Sega. What do you think the viability of that is? I mean, if they find money in the couch, sure. I mean, Sega won't be comparatively. What's that? Uh, like Sega won't be expensive comparatively. The yeah. only real valuable IPs they have is what Sonic and Fantasy Star Online, probably. Um, uh, Yakuza. As far as reaching. Yeah, I guess Yakuza, but I mean. The Yakuza is huge in Japan and China, uh, Korea, the Philippines. It is huge it's over there. It's pretty popular here, too. Yeah, it got popular. Yeah. I mean, I do agree. Yeah, it is popular, but is that going to bring enough people over that they couldn't just do with an exclusivity clause or just getting it to be flat? Well, uh, I will say that Sonic had a wonderful 2020 in that it was the only animated film that came out that year and destroyed <laughs> all other animated films. And Katie and I saw it. It's pretty good. It's pretty fucking good, it's man. It's pretty good. It's a, oh, yeah, it wasn't bad. After yeah. they were bullied. <laughs> what? <laughs> we the people have the power to bully the hell oh, yeah. out of a company. Okay, but... We don't like this. Change it. Okay, but sometimes cyberbullying is okay, and in that case, that it was okay. It was yes. okay. it was very okay. Yes. Now restore the Snyder cut. Not okay. No one actually. No, it wants was okay. That. No, no. It was very much okay. No. Yes. Absolutely not. No one Absolutely wants that. So. Not even it, Zack Snyder wants to restore longer. the Snyderverse. No, it was good. No. Stop the cap. Four hours. No, absolutely not. You have four hours to make a cohesive story, and all you okay, did was have just you add watched more. Lord of the Rings? Obviously, but that has a cohesive uh, story and better pacing. You are not even going to compare the two. I will fucking fight you. <laughs> you smell like beef. 
You smell Snyder. like beef. I will unfriend you if you compare Lord of the Rings to Snyder Cut. Oh, I'm not going to compare it to that. I'm just simply saying if you can literally watch all of Lord of the Rings and you can watch. I, the, watching Snyder it wasn't the problem. Understanding what the fuck it brought to the table was the problem. Well, the I will give him one credit. One is three movies. One yeah. is one movie. Exactly. And, the extended and. cut of Return of the King had a consistent story, better pacing, and better cinematography. And, I said it. And every time Wonder Woman was on screen in the Snyder Cut, it was just like, hey, oh my God. It's like, what the fuck It was the most happening? annoying thing in the world. But I do appreciate him for taking out the awkward Joss Whedon. Haha, <laughs> boobs, but isn't that funny? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Josh. That was that was burning hell, you piece of shit. Uh, yeah, I am uh, not a fan of the Snyder Cut, but I am a fan of the Sonic movie. It was actually really good and short, but it worked. I liked it. I enjoyed it. And I know that the second one is going to be good. Uh, so do you think after the success, the massive success of it being the only animated movie to actually come out in the year 2020, except for Scooby Doo, which I just looked up. Um, <laughs> uh, do you think after that massive success that uh, Sega is as expensive or inexpensive as you say it is Daniel? Yes. Oh, okay. Shit. All right. Well. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, they have some big IPs, but they don't have the heritage behind them. And like the following is there, but it's not enough cement like a, a Bethesda that's true. Following. Yeah, that, that that's true. I mean, Bethesda is a huge uh, get, and the fact that uh, it just came out uh, this morning or yesterday, no, it's got to be this morning, um, that uh, Microsoft is in studio with Bethesda talking about Elder Scrolls 6 and the technology that they're going to be using for Elder Scrolls 6. Um, that's a little worrying to me personally. It feels like I'm... I'm going to be spit on in the future, uh, and I know it's happening. Uh, I just can't do anything about it. Not a fan. So, well, I mean, it, if you look at like Capcom, you've got Street Fighter, all these other massive IPs. It's true. It's true. And Capcom is the one company that's like sort of the free agent. Uh, it just seems like Nintendo uh, contracts the free agent more often than anybody else. But, um, yeah. Yeah, they're kind of killing it right now. Oh, yes. Oh. What? Can, can we take a second to talk about how Leonard uh, told Kate how she smelled like beef? Just for like a brief second. I was pretty dumbfounded by that. It was uh, pretty dumbfounding, for sure. It was pretty mean. Yeah. I didn't appreciate it. Wow, Leonard. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just out of everything we just talked I'm about. I'm sorry. I have a lot of aggression. Like beef is kind of... No, it's I have fine. a lot of aggression. Just- Stop taking out on your friends, buddy. It's fine. You know, it's just like when someone says, oh, I have a PS5 and someone makes fun of a PC that is not working that they spend more dollars on, you know, it, it, it gets to you. Are you hungry? Are you hungry, Leonard? Shut up, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Go play your RBI. God. <laughs> you know what? You know what, Leonard? I will. I will. You know, I think, guys, I think that this is what happens when we don't record for 40 days. There's a lot of aggression that builds up. There's a lot of uh, animosity that builds up. So we, we, we can't take that kind of break anymore. 
Uh, it's it's that last time. It's it's bad for the. I don't know what you're talking about. It's bad for the morale. It's bad uh, uh, for the listenership. I I really think we got to focus every two weeks in the studio or over Discord, and 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 get it done. What I smell like beef. <laughs> Look at all those chickens. All right. So I think <laughs> uh, I, I glossed over the uh, $10.1 billion government contract uh, that Microsoft just got, um, basically because I didn't want to turn this into a political podcast and the fact that we can't you know, afford to give a living wage to 80% of Americans, but we decide to give $10.1 billion to a defense contract that we don't fucking need because they're basically just going to play Connect games for war games. Uh, <clears throat> but I will get off my soapbox and say that we are going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about our topic... And that topic is defending developers in the year of 2020. I hope you guys come back and enjoy it because we're going to be making you mad, probably. I hope. Bye. I'm so bored. There's nothing to do. Why don't we play a game? Sure. How about Call of Duty Modern Warfare? No, I always get called a squeaker. Fortnite? Nah, Fortnite's Boring. Have a great theft out of Mom says I can't play that game. I got just the thing. Whoa! Need for Speed, the Yeet. Where this time you can yeet your car across the whole world from just one drift. You can yeet through buildings. Bang into other cars. You can even go underwater. And coming this summer, you can get the DLC to go into outer space. Say again, please. Houston, we have a... The story is the best ever in Need for Speed history. Johnny, we have to go 100 miles in about 2.5 seconds to jump over that oddly placed train. How are we going to do it? And this time, as a GameStop exclusive, you get the legendary Master Yeet with two Yeet spray paints and get Yeet Nitrous in the beginning of the game. Need for Speed, the Yeet. Don't say anything embarrassing. Don't speak. I know just what you're saying. I just said not to say anything embarrassing. (laughs) I one time peed in my own pants. (laughs) At least you didn't pee in somebody else's pants. Welcome back, everybody. And it's time for the topic of the week. And that topic is this. 2020 was a challenging year for everyone for a handful of reasons. One of those reasons is that, um, well, video games got delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. Most people, most thinking rational people took that news and said, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I'm not working uh, much at all. And if I am working, it's from home. And I can imagine that making a video game, which is a very collaborative endeavor, would be very difficult to do or at least more time-consuming if I had to be doing that at home. 
Other people, on the other hand, were like, how dare you delay my favorite game? It is my game. I like it. I was going to buy it, and now I'm not because you're delaying it. And to those people, I say, fuck you, man. But we're going to be talking about that. And I'm going to start with myself talking about Rockstar. Rockstar has been Rockstar's when it comes to developing games. They've been doing it for a very, very long time. And then 2020 hit. They had a lot of things planned for that year, both in Grand Theft Auto and uh, more specifically in Red Dead Redemption online. And, um, you know, then the pandemic became more of a reality and the people who were working uh, at their studios, their multiple studios, uh, had to go home and uh, they had to, you know, rework their plans. Um, The one thing that Rockstar never does is communicate. They don't like talking to their fans. They don't like letting them know what's happening. Uh, And that's just sort of a corporate quirk that they have. And uh, I'm okay with it. Most people aren't. But when it came to updating Grand Theft Auto, when it came to updating Red Dead Online, uh, they didn't very much. They basically put out the content that was already planned and nothing else. Uh, It was very, very minimal, very... Very minimal, very, very minimal for everything. Was it minimal, though? It was a little bit minimal, I would say. Uh, And a lot of people got pissed off. And that sort of spurred me to say, like, hey, don't be pissed off. These guys are working from home. They're trying their fucking best to do the job that an entire team has to do um, by themselves. So, Dan, am I, am I wrong in this? Like, is, is this a shit topic because they are they should be expected to do just as much work at home as they, they can do uh, in the offices? Um, it, I mean, it's a mixed bag. It, there's no like, yes, this side is right. This side is wrong simply because there are, you know, equations on both that uh, if a company talks about release dates and they push that release date it shouldn't be on the developer more the publisher if it's not met because Mm -hmm. the publisher obviously is going hey be ready by this time and you know jumping the gun it's the reason why nintendo basically gets no flack across the board is because they don't release things until it's done or they don't even talk about them as far as we can tell till they're mostly done or done yeah so you know, it's a, it's a different way of doing business. Whereas publishers, I feel um, almost bet on studios to, you know, gain buzz and then they gauge the reception from there as opposed to investing. Going, we believe in this product. It's more right. about we believe this will get traction, and then that's pass or fail because they push it the date to hit too early, like Halo, then <laughs> it blows up in their face. Yeah. Yeah. It, so it's just, it's just how it goes. Yeah. And actually Halo is uh, pretty funny because we were talking about the uh, Sonic uh, movie and internet bullying uh, the production company at the Sonic movie to make it better. We basically did that same thing to uh, Halo and uh, 343 Industries because that demo or whatever it was, the graphical demo that we saw uh, was an embarrassment to video games. 
uh, and they should feel bad. And they did feel bad. So they said, okay, we're delaying the game indefinitely. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, and we'll get a better thing for it. And that's, I hope so. In some way, it should be the way things are, but we should also, like, studios need, to, or publishers need to stop pushing street dates before they're ready. Yes. Yes. And that that's definitely one of the things that I wanted to talk about um, is that, you know, most of these release dates that uh, got pushed back uh, because of what happened in 2020, that was 80, 90 percent because the developers went to the publishers and were like, there's no way we can get this done now. And I'm sure much to the chagrin of those publishers, they were like, fine, just delay it. Ugh, whatever, you whiny babies. Because it's all the publisher's fault. And I think the last episode we did was all about how publishers suck. So this episode is all about how developers are cool. So this is uh, Publishers Suck Part 2. Yes, this is Publishers Suck Part 2, but focusing mainly on the on the developers. <laughs> so, Katie, Destiny. Oh, boy. Destiny had, I'm sure, a roadmap for 2020. Uh-huh. Did they meet any of that? All yeah. of it? I mean, almost all of it was completed. There was like a couple of weeks that they had to delay. Uh, I think one of the seasons, I don't quite remember. I think Season of the Hunt was delayed. Um, but they, the main thing that I just wanted to touch on, because Bungie is going to be my reference point for handling sure. yeah, all yeah. of this, is where Rockstar hasn't been really open. Bungie has been very open. Like... They announced when they sent the teams home, they announced why things are going to be delayed. They were very open and transparent. Some team members even showed pictures of their setup just to like kind of drive that point home and also to give an insight into like, hey, um, this is not how my workspace normally is, but this is what it looks like right now. Um, it's pretty cool, actually. A pretty big chunk of one like the previous season, season of the. Uh, or I'm sorry, not the season, the um the Beyond Light expansion, mm -hmm. a decent chunk of that was um, mostly made before they went home. It was Beyond Light that was delayed. That's the one I was thinking about. Um, but there was stuff that was unfinished. So like sound designers had to complete their sound design work at home. There's even a funny tidbit about how uh, one person, one of the sound designers used a breast pump to create one of the sounds yep. and like, because they were, there you go Foley man. There you go. That's what they had. So, you know, it, it, I think when it comes to what happened in 2020, I kind of look at Bungie as like the benchmark for this is how you do it. Developers like be open, be honest and be very frank with people. Yeah. Um, earlier this year, they announced that they were going to delay witch queen by another few months, which is huge because, that means we're not really getting a fall expansion. That's a big deal. We've been getting fall expansions since Destiny. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's getting delayed by a not insignificant amount of time yeah. because of the challenges of 2020 and yeah. basically building an entire season and adjusting the engine and doing everything from the ground up, essentially. Yeah. I mean, um, you, you kind of touched on something there, like right at the beginning is that that stuff was done Yeah. Uh, before 2020 hit, before the terribleness of 2020 hit, 
All that stuff was already a huge portion of it. Exactly. Like, yeah, some sounds aren't going to be there. Maybe the voice acting isn't quite done. Some of the voice actors, like Zavala's voice actor, Lance Reddick, um, had to um, build his little voice recorder booth in his closet. In a closet. Of course he did. And so did the other voice actors. They were recording from closets. They were recording from their own booths. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, But uh, like that, that's that's the thing that not a lot of people get is like all this DLC that comes down the pipeline that usually gets announced the year before it starts or maybe it gets announced um you know a couple months before it starts like like apex legends is a perfect example they have uh like a four to five month cycle um where they chunk out new new stuff the thing is they already completed that like the huge chunk of it they they already completed the numbers and and the coding and most of the art assets um if not the the modeling and things like that months and months and months before uh any of that is even announced rockstar did the exact same thing um i know specifically for rock uh, red dead redemption online all this uh brand new season 5 uh stuff that they're they're doing right now that was done at the beginning of season four, they were just uh, making sure it worked, balancing what needed to be balanced, finishing textures, doing uh, voice lines, uh, making sure that the sounds are right. The only thing that changed about 2020 uh, in the development space was that the details uh, got harder and harder to do, harder and harder to complete. And yeah, Bungie had to push back something that wasn't, was that, was the witch thing, was that even announced? Yeah. 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 So um, Beyond Light got delayed. Right. And that was like the first like, oh, shit, COVID really hit them hard. And then um, I believe and I was trying to double check, I believe season of the chosen, the season we're currently in was made almost entirely from a work from home uh, standpoint. Wow. Um, I can't confirm that. So take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. I, I was trying to look it up <laughs> while yeah. I was listening to you. Um. But that said, they had announced Witch Queen. They had announced their roadmap like last year. Witch Queen was slated to come out this fall. Right. It's been pushed back. So, right. yeah. Yeah. And and that's that's tough. But mm-hmm. at least they got more content out during yeah. COVID like that. That's that's yeah. fucking amazing. And and I again, I think it all comes back to like that communication with fans, with players, things like that. And it's where. I think Bungie stands apart in terms of being a company um, than all the other. Yeah. Most of the other. Most of the others, for sure. For sure. Um, Leonard, now I know you focus a lot on on the anime games like uh, Dragon Ball uh, and things like that uh, on the Japanese studios, especially like Nintendo and things like that. Um, But I know you also play Fortnite. Are you still playing Fortnite? Yeah, I still do. Now. It seemed to me, and maybe this was just because I don't have uh, YouTube premium, so I don't, I, I always constantly see commercials for Fortnite. Did the content for Fortnite suffer during 2020? Uh, not much, really. Uh, they've been keeping pretty consistent with changes and things like that. Like, they've actually been giving pretty good amount of content. Um, you think that because of the pandemic that they would have uh, delayed a lot of the seasons of Fortnite, but surprisingly they haven't they've been uh i guess they've just kind of been doing a whole less the same thing that everyone else was doing which is like working from right. home yeah and uh surprisingly it seems like they've been doing pretty well now of course you could probably go into another uh topic with that which 
would be like, you know, how much did they work? Like, did they put in a lot of overtime? Things like that. Right. Um, Especially for Epic, I do worry about that. Um, They tow that line. Yeah, they they tow that line. And, and, you know, we've had this this topic discussion before. uh, And if listeners want to go back uh, and and hear our, um, uh, you know, communist scree, basically. Um, but, uh, it, it does worry me that, uh, like, you know, Bungie for all their good that they did for all their, their promises that they kept and met and maybe only pushed back, uh, something two weeks when they should have maybe pushed it back a month or longer. Like these guys are working their asses off from home, um, with limited resources, limited time, um, children and pets behind them. Uh, you know, dealing with the same shit that we all dealt with during that week, but still having to meet deadlines. Um, I will say, and full disclosure, full transparency, please. I do have friends that work at Bungie. From what I have heard, the culture hasn't really changed in terms of like when it's supposed to be your day off, it is your day off. Right. You will be reminded to get off your, your phone. You'll be reminded to log off. You'll be reminded not to be you know, clocking in more time than you need to be. Yeah. Um, so uh, I actually have a friend that just extended her contract because of how well and how much care they were um, taking to ensure that she was looking after her own health as well through all of this. That's good. That's so good. So I will say from that standpoint, I'm a little biased. <laughs> Bungie sounds like they've they've got a pretty good handle on no, it. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure you it's know, not without its challenges. Pr- protect but... your baby. I totally understand it. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. no, I'm just saying like... From what I've heard, they've been pretty good about it. Okay. I'm sure it hasn't been all sunshine and roses, but mm-hmm. from what I've been told by my limited number of people, it's been good. <laughs> they've been healthy, looked after. Uh, okay, so Dan, back to you for just a second. Like, is this is this a feasible thing, working from home uh, and and creating a video game uh, as on on the scale of a AAA uh, game? Well, I think. The one thing that we can at least tell from a lot of the examples that are being given is that if you have an existing product and you're building onto it, it might actually basically developing ground up. Uh, one more time, it might actually what? It might actually be significantly easier to work on a product with foundations instead of creating one itself, as in a new IP versus DLC. Yeah. Um, and then the challenges is that are going to rise with things. Right. And I think that might actually be something I tend to do when we kind of express like, oh, well, these people do it wonderfully, which is great. And, you know, it's a good example of how things run, but there are going to be more challenges, different challenges. Yeah. So somebody has to pull in assets from all over different facets as opposed to, you know, uh, a select. Right, right. Now, I, I, I see what you're saying. Like, um, working uh, online uh, over even Discord, like, we're hearing you cutting in and out, uh, and I can't that, – that is just an audio file coming through. Uh, I'm, I'm wired right now. I'm, I have fast internet. I'm doing great. Uh, but for some reason, uh, even this simple conversation is uh, made slightly more challenging because of uh, online limitations. And 
Considering good that, save, Paul. I, I like the the integration of that. I know, right? I'm good at this. Considering that um, we have to, or uh, developers have to, uh, send off multi gigs worth of asset files, texture files, fucking who know code. Like I, I, I can't even imagine what that what that looks like. I, I, I don't like having to do this. I cannot wait for the day. We are all back in this studio. That is uh day by day becoming more and more of a studio. Um, and, and recording in person because I, I'm as much as I love discord, I want to fucking stop using it. But, um, I, I can't imagine how hard these guys have to work. And, the fact that even one person on Twitter, and this is why I want to talk about it, the fact that one person on Twitter is complaining about delays or fucking this not working right, this not sounding right, this not this, that, ah, drives me insane. <clears throat> Sorry. Jeremy. Now, sports games are an enigma to me. I don't know how they're made. I'm pretty sure it's uh, a uh, control C, control V situation. Um, or maybe it's, I'm sorry, uh, that's not fair. It's control A, control C, control V. Um, so, Jeremy, how has 2020 affected the sports games? Maybe maybe the development of your precious Rocket League Um, so as my, I know we've all said it again, just in general, COVID-19 has really kind of messed up everything. Yeah. Um, you know, for an example, MLB the show, you know, I've been talking about it a lot. Um, it normally comes out March 26, March 27, March 28th, around that whole time. Right. right. Around the beginning of the actual season. Exactly. And it's completely pushed back until, you know, almost the end of April. Yeah. Um, Rocket League, surprisingly, other than that stupid dang four DLC, has been pretty good about releasing DLC and keeping the game spiced up. <laughs> I, um, I forgot about the four DLC until you mentioned it. It does break down and match. It does break down and match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb. Okay. It's dumb. Yeah. Um, but other than that, um, there is kind of some goodness out of COVID-19, sadly, mm. um, that Brad brought up to my attention that I know you're going to be excited about. Have you heard of ESBC? Uh, no, that sounds like a random string of letters that you are right now inventing. I'm not. It's called Esports Boxing Club. <laughs> uh, it is. Hold on. Hold on. Let me pitch you what I think it is. What it is, is... Once you win your esports, say like a League of Legends tournament, <laughs> then they fly you out to Las Vegas and it's a 1v1, your best fighter versus their best fighter in a match, no holds barred. Is that what it is? Yeah, well, it's a little bit more of like Logan Paul versus KSI kind of match going on. It's kind of similar. <laughs> no, so... You said Logan Paul. I'm gonna have to bleep that out, but okay. <laughs> sorry, I don't. I, sorry, I didn't mean to charge you ten thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fault. <laughs> okay, so what is this boxing league? So this new bo- this new boxing game is coming out. Real it's- quick, could you step up to the mic? Did you want me to drop the mic really fast? <laughs> Just kidding. 
Is that better? It is much better. Thank you. Thank you. I inserted my AirPods into my ear fully. Ah. Uh, freaking, uh, freaking Discord, man. Um, <laughs> it's a brand new realistic boxing game that hasn't gotten a lot of attention. And they even posted about doing, due to COVID, they've been really been able to focus on it and I don't want to say pay more attention to it, but invest more of their time into this game, you know, with the pandemic going on. Okay. And it looks absolutely incredible. It looks like a brand new boxing game coming out. That's actually not made by EA. Surprisingly. That is surprising. Uh, considering that fight night was one of my favorite, uh, fighting games back in the day. So I'm glad that somebody else is sort of taking up that, uh, that, uh, particular baton. Um, so yeah, it's, it's nice. I think I, from what I was looking at, there's a total of 50 new fighters Okay. and you know, they're up to date fighters. Um, they're like real people, not just like, they're like they're dude, like man people. Okay. Other than the, other than the Paul guy that I can't talk about because yeah, I don't yeah. want to charge you another ten thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, like that's kind of, I think that's one part of the pandemic that has been helpful because this this small little group hasn't been able to focus on this boxing game because it does take a lot of money and time and effort to right. go into a video game. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and so you know, all this time they're now able to put into it with no stress of having to. Yeah, we have to get this new game out. We have to get this new game out. You know, they're they're absolutely killing it from what I've seen so far. That's that's good news, frankly. Like, um, yeah, COVID sort of also showed us uh, what we can and can't do from home. I really hope that corporate America. Um, and since we're a video game co- podcast, specifically video game, uh, the video game industry looks at what we can and can't do at home, then reconsiders how we structure our, uh, corporate environments. And maybe some people don't have to go into work every single day, clogging up transportation methods and, and, and things like that. Um, Katie's looking at me very strange. I don't think she believes in my uh, vision of the future. I just... I love you so much. That's kind. I love you too. And I think you are so sweet. I know. I am. And I love that you want that for this country. I do. Yeah. But I have extremely bad news for you. What's that? This late stage capitalism will not allow that to happen. This, right now, this is not going to last. No. (laughs) They're going to go right back. I know. I know they are. Although, I will say... Not to, you know, bring up my darlings again, but there have been discussions that Bungie may allow or may have more options for work from home for some of the roles. No, I mean, I I really think that if any industry is going to be doing anything about this, it would be the video game industry. It should be the video game industry. It should be the video game industry. It makes the most sense. Yeah, because um, all we do is make things on computers. We don't have... Uh, the corporate luncheons to go like, you know, the producers have their corporate luncheons, but the developers don't necessarily have those corporate luncheons to go to, uh, to, to woo potential clients or whatever it is corporate people do. Um, but, uh, I think in, in the development space, the engineering space, we can see a, not, uh, I was going to say return to normal, but no, a new normal when it comes to, 
really seeing what we can and can't do at home. Uh, Dan, it would save money, wouldn't it? Yes, potentially. <laughs> a, a lot of time is money. Time is money. And, um, yeah. and with the need to move assets across great distances, not on an internet work. Um, yeah. On an yeah, intranet be, instead of the inter- yeah. internet. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, um, yeah. It be problematic. It could be, but SSDs are getting better and better every single day. And all you would really have to do is plug in an SSD to your, uh, uh, your, your computer, do your work, save it to that SSD. And then the next day you actually go into work and download it to the, uh, the, you know, the developers, uh, server. And now everybody can use it. I mean, it's not, doesn't exactly work that way. I think it does. um, I think I just invented it and I I think it would work perfectly. Yes. Yes. Well, you've redone the whole trademark it. Yeah, it is trademarked done. I'm Um, going to mail it to myself. Yeah. I I think (laughs) yes. and no. again, uh, I'm just going to stay in the gray area all day today. Uh, Um, That's fine. This is what you're here for, Dan. You weren't here on the last episode. Were you? No, you weren't. You weren't here on the last episode. So it's good that you're back uh, doing this. I'll do it again. Yep. Um, yeah, basically it's some jobs are going to get outsourced. The, the, the terrible, terrible word. Uh, a lot of people. Uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, we'll talk about guys. that one day. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But that's the reality is things will become more outsourced. And once they are more outsourced, there's going to be a whole new slew of problems with it. Um, and good and bad. Yeah. Because we're going to find ways of outsourcing development from you know a headquarters to outside of the headquarters and with the way the internet works that's not just your city that's not just your state that's not just your so yeah there's no there's no necessary need for certain jobs to stay within certain regions which will open up opportunities for you know millions more people and potentially make things more complicated for millions more that is also very bleak, Dan. I didn't like that. It made me sad to think about. You've yeah, done it well, to me again. That's reality. I want a nap. <laughs> You've done it to me I again, Dan. You sound like beef. <laughs> you sound like beef. All right. We are going to end the topic there. There are probably a billion other things that we could be talking about uh, in this topic. Uh, a lot more questions were uh, brought up than answers provided as usual. But if you want, you could listen to our NPC adventures. It comes out every other Friday on the Silver Tongue Audio Network. You can find us there or you can go to Twitter at Silver Tongue Audio. Listen to that more than you listen to this one so that I can convince him to do it more often. (laughs) Make adventures the better one. Adventures is a very good podcast. I do the my own music and I edit it. I, I put a lot of work and, and love into that podcast. So please, I bought so many dice. Please justify this. Please come over and listen to that it. Also, <laughs> on Silver Tongue Audio Network, you can find every single Monday the Midnight in the Bay podcast, the funniest dad in the Bay Area, talks to comedians and himself uh, trying to figure out how to live in this world. And of course... Every other Thursday is our friends over at Dazed and Disturbed. He is a weird dude. We were on an episode, Katie and I, and that will be coming out eventually uh, when I'm done with it. 
And uh, it, it was a fun episode, and we're probably going to do a part two, just like we do on this show. But after that, I think that's it. Is there anything else that I need to... Nope. See you guys in 40 days? No. Yeah. Two weeks. We're coming back in two days. weeks. We are we are going to be the most consistent podcast that there ever was. Right, bet. Bet. So. I don't... Okay. <laughs> I'm going to finish the podcast as I do with every podcast episode until next game everybody until next game Silver Tongue Audio.